What's up, everybody? Welcome back inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center for another practice report presented by Byers Auto. That's the 40-year vet, Tim May. I'm Spencer Holbrook, but you already knew that because you watched the practice report from Tuesday in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center, Tim. And all through the year. Go ahead. Yeah, all through the week, all through the year. We do it all year round at lettermanrow.com. Uh, Tim, we talked to quite a few players. Uh, I, in particular, talked to Cody Simon and Caden Curry a little bit. Uh, CJ Stroud was out here on the field. Um, Donovan Jackson, Julian Fleming. We learned a lot. There's a lot to learn. Uh, as the Buckeyes prepare for a trip to Happy Valley, State College, University Park, whatever they call it at Penn State, they're going to Penn State to play the Nittany Lions. Uh, a lot to break down, Tim. Let's get into it. Yeah, by the way, the stadium's in University Park, along with the University, but we always call it State College, Happy yeah. Valley, whatever. Just don't be late for the game because the traffic backs up quickly there. Uh, what I basically, biggest thing I learned is like C.J. Stroud was talking about this, and I think you can, you can take it to the bank. Uh, I was talking to him about uh, they're facing probably the best secondary definitely they've seen this year uh, across the board. Yes. Uh, Iowa had a damn good secondary. But on Saturday, uh, a, a really good secondary from Penn State, uh, headed by Joey Porter Jr., mm -hmm. who might be in face-to-face uh, -face coverage uh, quite a few times with Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm -hmm. I asked even uh, C.J. if uh, if he'd buy a ticket to go see that if he wasn't playing in the game like this. I don't really remember his answer. It wasn't anything extraordinary. But the point is, that he made is they take every challenge the same yeah. from the standpoint of seriousness, uh, whether it's Iowa's defense, which was very good last week, uh, or whether it's uh, uh, Toledo's defense, which was very bad, uh, Michigan State's, which was middling, et cetera. And that's what stands out. I mean, this team is trying to maintain – that even keel, but knowing there are certain games where you do have to step it up a notch or three. This is, as, as, as CJ said, this is more like going against, and I'm paraphrasing here, but more, more like going against like personnel than maybe they faced as a total team since Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, I think you could say that. I'm talking about across the board yeah. offensively and defensively. And so that's what they're gearing up for on Saturday is that challenge. Yeah, Ryan Day used to say, and maybe he stole it from Urban Meyer. I don't know. I wasn't around for the Urban Meyer. They all right? steal it from everybody. When Probably came from uh, uh, Fielding H. Yost. <laughs> when talent equates, Tim, and this is a game where not everywhere, but at certain positions, talent does equate. Joey Porter Jr., Marvin Harrison Jr. Let's get your popcorn ready. That's going to yes. be awesome. You know, C.J. Stroud against some, some pretty decent secondary members of Penn State. Again, get your popcorn ready. Uh, you know, the Penn State – Slot slot receiver. We haven't seen Ohio State really defend a slot receiver this year against the Ohio State secondary. Again, popcorn. So yep. there there are matchups in this game that can certainly give Ohio State fits if the Buckeyes don't play well. Right. You have got to be on your game for this one. I will say, Tim, and I, I, I you can start to get a gauge on Wednesday. When guys are coming off the practice field. They had some some folks in here that they were meeting. Usually it's military personnel. I think they were meeting with with some other folks tonight. Yes. Um, this is a group that looks pretty locked in, and uh, you know. You say that a lot. You know, it's kind of overused a little bit. Uh, but there is a little bit different tone going into this game than last week going into Iowa, going to the Mich on the Michigan State road trip. It was more about, oh, it's the first road trip, but we think we can handle it. No, these guys understand. That's a loud environment. We're going to have to be ready for that. They, they, they're not underselling this road environment at all. So I say all of that to say I think this group understands the assignment, and they know that if they trip up, that Penn State can trip them up yeah. officially. And, and so, it, you know, the opportunity is there to go to Happy Valley, University Park, and get a huge win and, and, and really bolster what they're trying to do this season. Yeah, and you, know, and, you, and you could look back two weeks ago and say Penn State got 
basically shoved all over the field by Michigan increasingly as that game went on. They did. It definitely did. Uh, if it hadn't been for a pick six in the second half, in the second quarter of that game, it would have been a total blowout, yes. basically. Uh, but it was a, more of a game there for a while. But then Michigan just incrementally just moved up, moved, moved the stick. But my point is, that's this team's only loss. I'm talking about Penn State. This is a proud team that feels like it's still playing for something. It's yes. still playing for a Big Ten East possible title and then moving on to a Big Ten championship game. They're still in it, especially if they can knock off Ohio State and then pray Ohio State knocks off Michigan. You know, I mean, yeah. there are all kinds of things that could happen. Of course, Michigan would have to lose twice in that scenario. But my point is they're playing a team that's still playing for something at their place in, in front of a huge crowd, and that means a lot. But it will definitely, we will get a we will know more about this Ohio State football team at about uh, 3.30 on Saturday, much more than we do now from the standpoint of taking on that kind of challenge and how do you stand up. And they all know that. Yes. You know, we we can talk about they get up for every game uh, defensively. I mean, I brought it up with, brought it up with Javante Jean-Baptiste is, you know, they haven't played an offense as, uh, as potent across the board as no. the offense are going to play against on Saturday. I would agree uh, with that. Notre Dame was, you know, maybe decent, but not, you know, but not like Penn State's just on paper. Yeah. Uh, no one else they played has really been close, in my opinion. No. So this is a this is a big test for both offense and defense from, from that standpoint of they've got to bring their A game. This is the this is the first probably Saturday this year where they've got to bring their A game probably all day long. Yeah, because they, at least they had the home crowd with them. Yeah, against the, Notre Dame. For the Notre Dame game. This is 110,000, and Tim, the thing that I keep coming back to is if you do not start fast in this game, and you give 110,000 people 110,000 reasons to scream and, and get into this thing, you're going to run into a little bit of trouble. Ohio State's had that in the past. Of course, they've been able to silence Penn State most of the time. You know, 2020, the whole stadium was silent no matter what. Yeah. Uh, 2018, they were able to overcome a deficit and win by one and really silence that crowd. 26 Great game. 2016, they weren't able to do that. And they right. let Penn State back into the game after having a 21-7 lead. Right. And then you lose, and, and there goes, you know, hope for your season. Hopes and dreams. So they still made the playoff, but, you know. Yeah. So – that's all to but say. That wasn't, that wasn't a great Ohio State team, no. as it turns out. Uh, this team has the makings to be. That's where my point was going. It, and absolutely. it's not there yet. I mean, we all know that. I mean, you know, and everybody goes, you're, no, we're not using hyperbole here. This is a really, really, really good football team that still has to prove itself. Mm -hmm. uh, Notre Dame has turned out to be not quite that juggernaut. I don't even know if we thought they were going to be a juggernaut, but not quite that high-end uh, team yeah. this year. Uh, as, as maybe some people sold it to, mainly because they changed coaches, et cetera, and excitement was high for that game. This is legit. This is a team that, no matter how bad Auburn is, this is a team that went to Auburn and basically won that game convincingly. Uh, second week of the, of the year. Yep. Hot down there in the, in the South. They went to the Southeastern Conference and won that game, took that challenge on and won that game. Mm -hmm. They figured out a way to beat Purdue in the season opener on what, a Thursday or Friday night. Uh, a fun first, game. Exactly. They've got a veteran quarterback in Sean Clifford who knows he's got to get rid of the football against this against this Ohio State defense. He's got to get rid of the football quick. You know, anybody can tell right now that Penn State does not have the offensive line it's maybe had in, in the past from the standpoint of just stout across the board, and this defensive front's going to get after them. So Sean, but Sean Clifford's been around long enough to know. Some people think he's been there for 30 years. It seems like it. Yeah. You know, he's from Cincinnati. Uh, but the bottom line is they the, this kind of a veteran – 
to a certain extent a veteran group and some newcomer guys it's a, it's a good mix for this team to really sink its teeth into i'm talking about defensively yeah it's going to be fun tim and you know one of the the storylines of this game is julian fleming returning home yes uh, so we talked to him a little bit about that um you know his fit was at ohio state and i think that's kind of puts a bow on on that story obviously people are going to write the story that he's he gets to go back to his to where you know he all, it all started. I don't near think near where it started. Yeah, near. He's, he's not exactly from State College, but you know, South Columbia High School, not too far from State College, and he chose to come to Ohio State over the in-state and the Lions. No, same can be said loosely for Marvin Harrison Jr., who, you know, was from Pennsylvania, could have probably yeah. went to Penn State, and uh, is at Ohio State. So there is some, there are some little storylines that are oh, interesting. Absolutely. Uh, you know, because Julian Fleming, the first time he went there was in 2020, and. Uh, it was the second week of the season, um, kind of. It was October, I think, 25th, but it was the second week of the season during yeah. COVID, and there's nobody there. Julian's probably going to have to worry about the 110,000 screaming at him more than anyone else because of the the relative, the, you know what, he's relatively close when, to home. When, when interviews were over, I went up and, and, and just shook Julian's hand. I, I just told him, I said, it's been a pleasure to watch you play the last many weeks based on the the challenges you had the first couple of years here oh, yeah. and stuff and even the the first couple of weeks of this season uh and it's just you know we, we we're always sitting around we're all you know and rightly so concerned about the health and welfare and, and possible playing time of a jackson smith and jigba but one of the pleasures of covering this team this year is to see other guys step up like the story i wrote uh for us on lettermanroad.com today you know by seeing lathan ransom come back from that gruesome injury in the Rose Bowl and seeing Tanner McAllister come in from Oklahoma State uh, you know like I said on January the 2nd who were these guys you know yeah. they, how are they going to figure in to uh, the 2022 Ohio State defense and they have same thing with Julian Fleming yes you feel for Jackson Smith and Jigba losing probably more than half of his season but my goodness what a story Julian Fleming has been along with Emeka Egbuka or as James Franklin calls him Emeka Egbuka Igbuku, <laughs> like that uh, uh, press box announcer at Michigan State, and Marvin Harrison Jr. Because I'm telling you, this is still a ridiculous wide receiver room at Ohio State. Yeah, I, I think I think you hit the nail on the head there, Tim. I don't I don't have much to add that that this you know the wide receiver room is very good. What else is very good on this team that I thought was interesting was we were talking to Donovan Jackson. I still subscribe to the theory that this offensive line is really good. I do think just something was off there. I, I'm, and it's hard to do this, Tim. Well, I is, demoed that one play for you last night. It, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm not going to do it again. It's it is kind of hard to do this, Tim. Though uh, we have to think on the fly on these videos. Uh, I know some some might think that this is very easy, but we got to think on the fly here. This Ohio State offensive line is still pretty good, but it's hard to give Iowa's defense credit while also criticizing the Ohio State offensive line. But that's what I'm going to no, try to do but, here. But that's what you did. That, yeah, that's, I'm going to try to do that here. I think I'm not going to take anything away from what Iowa did. They stifled the Ohio State running game. But there there did seem to be something off about the running game for Ohio State on Saturday. Donovan Jackson seemed to think that they were going to get those issues corrected. And if the Penn State run defense that I've seen uh, here this year is any indicator, uh, they're going to be just fine this week. Yeah, this is like I'm doing the airplane coming in for a landing. Because that's what it's going to come down to. It's, uh, I said it if last the plane night. lands in state no, college, no, okay. that you circled the field and now we've come in for a landing. That is that okay. is the crux of Saturday. This is not a great Penn State defensive front. It's a good one, pretty good. It's not a great one. Michigan showed what can happen to this team if you line up and run the ball at them and don't don't run the ball at them and get stoned a couple times and think you can't keep trying, keep trying something. 
could could happen. Uh, and then uh, on the other side, uh, Ohio State's uh, uh, defensive line going against their offensive line. I think there are advantages for Ohio State in both of those matchups, mm -hmm. and that's where that's where you've really got to chop your firewood. Ohio State will be chopping that firewood apparently uh, Saturday at noon in Penn, at Penn State. Do people He's, still chop firewood, by the way, or do they just buy it? I just buy my firewood. Okay, I don't go know. Ahead. Well, that's a different story for a different time, different video. Maybe. I don't even think we should do a video on Firewood. But Ohio State, Penn State at noon on Fox in Beaver Stadium on Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tim May and I will be there. That's a 40-year vet. I'm Spencer Holbrook. Let's make that trip, Tim. It's going to be a lot of fun the rest of the way. Uh, we'll be back Friday with bold predictions here in this building. And then Saturday, of course, noon, Fox, Ohio State, Penn State. It's a big showdown, folks. We'll see you there.